Hello listeners, welcome to episode three of Zillennial Archives. Elise, oh. are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Hello everybody. And thanks for sticking around for episode three. We have some fun stuff to talk about today, if you're willing to listen. Okay, and we also realized since episode two that we actually have two prize listeners instead of just one. So number two, you know who you are. Also, I wanted to add in a little disclaimer and apology. I'm so sorry, but we had um, the holiday season and then one of my really good friends came to visit me. So it was a little vacation for me. So that's why it's been taking so long to get episode three out. Anyways, okay, let's get started. So today's topic is traveling alone. Yes. So this is something that I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure if it's always been a thing or if it's only be become highlighted because of social media, but um yeah, traveling alone. That's the topic for today. So let's start off with have either of us ever solo traveled. I'll hand it over to Elise right now. Yeah, so I personally have not. I am planning on it at some point soon. Um oh. hopefully sooner rather than later. But work schedule not really allowing for much traveling at the moment, unfortunately. But I really want to go to New York City by myself. I was um definitely inspired by Emma Chamberlain. Chamberlain? What the fuck? What am I saying? Chamber Chamberlain. I was definitely inspired by Emma Chamberlain and I really after watching her vlog of her going to New York City it just looks so fun and she talked about a lot of interesting things about it and I think that me and Emily have some of our own opinions on why we would want to do it as well so Emily have you ever traveled alone? Yes I have done solo travel. Please tell us. My first solo travel was actually my sophomore year of college I believe and it was with one of my really good friends at the time who I'm no longer friends with so okay so basically it wasn't supposed to be a solo travel trip but then it just ended up being that way so I started mainly traveling as in like myself booking everything and paying for it like in college Uh Um, and so I love Canada. We're basically Canadian. I also like love French Canadians and like speaking French and everything, but I wanted to go to Montreal and I had been there. I don't remember if I was there before or after, but I had been there with my family. Um, but I think it was like in high school actually. So maybe before, but I wanted to go again and experience it as you know an independent and so my friend and I let's name her Sally (laughs) my friend Sally and I wanted to do like a little girls trip for our spring break so this was like my first like big girl like pay for everything on my own book my own plane tickets and etc etc whatever so that was my first trip doing all that logistics stuff and so I had been going to a different school at the time and she had been going to the other to another school and so we had to like coordinate going um and meeting up at the train station and etc whatever so basically long story short we ended up taking the Amtrak train um to Montreal and that was a very beautiful train ride um so we crossed the border via Amtrak 
it took us right to the city center and we had a really lovely Airbnb. It was actually really nice. Um, and then we had gotten started on our adventures. She's a little bit different than me. Um, if you are my friend, I'm very like, I don't know if the right word is like conservative, but like, I really, I'm not like that crazy. Like I don't really do drugs. I don't really party (laughs) like that. I don't do like the most. I'm very like calm and, you know, like shy about those types of things. And she was like, Sally was full on like pothead, loved to party, loved to like meet random boys, which is fine. Nothing against that. We're just completely like different people. And so, you know, they say when you do travel with a friend, they don't have to be close or anything, but if you do travel with a friend, you learn a lot about them and it tests your friendship basically. And so this spring break trip really did test it because halfway throughout the trip, um, she ended up disappearing and I spent basically actually not basically I really did spend the half of the trip alone she disappeared yes because she was on there was like she was like on dating apps the whole entire time she was like on dating apps and I guess there's this app where you can like every everywhere you go you can find like drug dealers There's like an app for like drug dealers. And so like, if you are traveling, you could download this app and find like your local plug. (gasps) And so she was literally (laughs) doing that this whole time, like the whole time we were there. And like, I was getting like pissed off because like, I'm not like that. I don't, I, at the time, like, well, I don't like smoke weed and I don't really do anything like that. And so she was like very like concerned with that. Like when is her next, when is she going to smoke next basically? So long story short, I keep saying long story short. It's basically a long story. Long story. story, uh, We ended up, it was really fun. There was like moments in time where we did have a lot of fun. We ended up meeting a couple of friends um, in line at this one bar we were at. And I'm actually still friends with them too, till this day. They're a couple of Canadian guys. One was from Toronto. One was from, I believe it was Quebec or I could be wrong or something. I don't really remember where he's from, but they were super sweet and really nice guys. And I didn't end up spending like some more time with them. Um, so whatever. And then halfway throughout the trip, she disappeared because she was like off doing sketchy stuff. And I didn't really want any part of it. I also told her to share her location with me. And I like was worried sick about her, but she literally was not responsive on her phone. And like that kind of ended the friendship as in, like that was not cool. She literally ditched me and she didn't even let me know where she was. And she didn't respond to any of my texts or my calls. So I spent half of the trip alone and worried sick. Like I, we were in a different country Yeah. and that was just not okay. So it didn't end up ruining your friendship. Oh um, anyways, so it was like unintentional solo, but once I did it, it is really eye-opening experience. Like you do get to control what you want to do it's a lot of anxiety at first obviously like you're anxious because rarely are we ever like truly alone alone you know what I mean yeah like that's true the, like to the most you're gonna be alone is probably like what in your bedroom yeah but you're, there's like always someone near, or something like that yeah there's always like someone nearby like there's always family there's always work like you're always in someone's company 
so that was the first time that like it I wasn't really in anyone's company and so it is very anxious and also like being a young girl in a different country and my first like solo travel that wasn't intentional it was very kind of like uncertain like I wouldn't say it was yeah like I'm not really that type of person to be scared about it um but I did like I was able to pick like where I want to go to for breakfast I could shop all day long if I wanted I could like meet new friends and talk to new people and so I remember like blatantly that was the first time I'd ever eaten alone was when I like took myself out to like brunch and it was I was like nervous because like it's weird to eat alone if especially if it's your first time and I was so nervous and then like I remember when I was doing it I was like oh my god like this is so nice like this is so like it's very like empowering in a way yeah and solo travel really I guess builds your self-esteem I've always been a pretty confident person and never really had issues with it but it only just you know intensifies it um so that was my solo trip so it kind of was like good and bad at the same time I actually enjoyed it and really opened my eyes to like what I could do alone yeah um my second one was in Kauai and this was when one of my best friends and I like were in Hawaii like working and so she went back home to New York but I stayed on the island and so I did that whole thing by myself but at that point I was just really comfortable um being alone <clears throat> and so like you know I had to like rent the car by myself rent an Airbnb grocery shop do excursions and like I did have I did make friends on the island as well um so that was that um and I'm not to be cheesy but I was like reading this NBC news article and licensed psychologist Dr. Chloe Carmichael Pete said as your self-esteem grows you start engaging in more independent self-serving behaviors and I really love that and that's true like I think solo travel really is about self-esteem and confidence. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of, like, I don't want to say strength, but, like, it does take no, a lot it of is confidence. Strength. Yeah, it takes a lot of confidence, and it's, like, really outside of everyone's comfort zone, because not only are you in a new place, you're also by yourself so there's nobody to rely on in any of those situations Uh to help you do anything to figure out where Uh you're going anything along those lines so it is a bit scary but there is so much you can do by yourself and you can make all the own all of your own individual decisions and that's why Uh I personally really want to do it because I just think being able to schedule the whole day exactly how you want to wherever you go would be Uh so fun and that I do have a question though so when you go out to eat are you talking Mm -hmm. like like a nice restaurant like a sit-down restaurant or like one of like a faster restaurant Mm, both I've done like all I've done like casual cafes I've done like nice restaurants I've done pretty much like everything in between like I've even gotten drinks by myself before um yeah yeah see I've never I've never like gone to a nice like sit down restaurant by myself I definitely feel like I would especially if I was traveling but I've just never Mm -hmm. felt I've just never wanted to because that's one thing that definitely like would (laughs) it sounds a bit scary to me because it's like 
something I've just never done before, but I definitely would do it. And then you can just really sit there and like enjoy your food, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, conventionally speaking, like it's not normal to do that type of stuff, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when I do tell people about my solo experiences, it's like a lot of pity. Like you just said, when I said I got drinks by myself and (laughs) <laughs> and like when we were talking to one of our friends and I was like oh Elise you should totally do the New York City trip like I think that'll be really great for you our friend was like oh my god no don't do that and she felt like sad and I was like it's not a sad thing it's like a thing you want to do because of growth and you it's important to spend time with by yourself too yeah and it, it, I think like throughout the last couple of months like I've had a lot of like a lot of self-growth and Um, I think the past year like yeah past year and just being able to like sit by yourself and like be like okay I'm having a good time by myself like you don't need other people to have fun like as much as I like hanging out with you (laughs) Emily but like yeah even ever since like you moved and other other of my friends moved it's kind of like okay, like, there are people I can hang out with, but my go-to people to hang out with are not always there or, like, available, so it's, like, I had to learn to, like, hang out by myself and just have a good time by myself, and I definitely can say I do that now, but it takes a lot of growth to be able to do it in another place, kind of like we said, because it does sound more scary than sitting in your house. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think it's, a good segue if you can spend time alone in your hometown or wherever you are first before you do it traveling like because in high school even and in college like I would go to the movies by myself I would go to the library by myself or Barnes and Noble by myself like little things like that is a good like you know stepping stone definitely I love going shopping and stuff by myself too (laughs) oh yeah that too yeah stuff like Um, that Okay, so let's talk about, this is kind of like a, obviously a very vague topic and it's an umbrella, but what are some of the benefits or things that come along with solo travel? So I'll start off by saying, I really do believe it's one of life's most enriching experiences. It's just like, it's something you need to do before you die, not to be dramatic. And Uh I also think it does make you a little bit more of an interesting person and it gives you stories to tell which you know adds to you know your life experience and That's who doesn't want it <laughs> who doesn't want an interesting story to tell to make you sound mysterious and cool yeah everyone <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like definitely something that like if you were to say oh what are you doing this weekend like oh I'm going to New York City who are you going with well, nobody just me people would be like oh really and then you can be like yeah because I am an independent human and I can have fun alone and it's just yeah yeah it really has it really not that other people's opinions matter but it really makes people perceive you in a different way like wow like look at her that's amazing yeah and I just and you know there's you know other benefits that we're gonna go into now I think like I mentioned earlier it's an exercise in self-confidence so mm-hmm. you know self-esteem everyone has it but it's do you have enough self-esteem and can you build that confidence by being able to do this and once you do complete it successfully you just feel so much better 
and you feel like a more confident person because you're like wow I did that go me yes exactly and like you're put in a lot of stressful situations traveling in the first place and like you're capable of being able to get through them on your own it's just easier to have someone to rely on but being able to do it yourself and be like oh okay yeah I did get lost on the subway (laughs) or like I did get like I did have to like turn around and I did figure out I want it in the wrong direction and whatever and you figure it out yourself and work through that stress yourself it's like Uh a learning experience as well as like a fun trip yeah like traveling in general really you work on your problem solving skills but traveling alone you really work on your problem solving skills like you like you said you don't have anyone else to rely on but yourself if anything goes wrong like it's on you to figure it out like when I was in Kauai I was alone and so when I was in Kauai I was at the car wash and I was like vacuuming my car and some way somehow I accidentally locked my keys in my car oh no and it was really bad and my phone was in there everything my purse my phone everything was in there so all I had was myself (laughs) And I was freaking out and I was like, oh my God, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And like, there's like no one around me, but there was like a bank across the street. And also I didn't have my mask. Like everything was in the car. Oh no. And I was freaking out because I was like, oh my God. And I was like, the only place I could walk into right now is the bank and I don't even have a mask. So I was like pacing back and forth, freaking out for a little bit. And I was like, Emily, like you can't just stand there and do nothing. You do something. So I like walked into the bank, but I like put my shirt over my face and then everyone was glaring at me because people in Hawaii are very, very strict about masks and everything, which is great. And so I was getting glared at people were like, like trying to like get away from me, like step away from me. And then like, I saw some of the workers like whispering to each other and I was like, Oh my God. And then the one lady, she went and got her manager and she was like, She's like, you cannot be in here without a mask. Like, you need to leave immediately. And, like, it was very, like, you know, intense. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just need some help, please. And then the lady got her manager. And then she's like, can you please wait outside? And, and, like, the manager will speak to you or something. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I stood outside. And, like, it was just very humiliating (laughs) in a way that the bank was staring at me. And it was, like, in front of the whole bank. Because it's, like, a tiny little, like, one room. Yeah. And then the manager came out. And she's like, I'm sorry, we cannot service you without a mask. And I was like, no, I was like, I really need help. And I explained the situation to its understanding and nice. And it worked out. And she ended up calling like the tow truck guy and whatever. But that's like a situation where like I had to like, you know, calm myself down, figure it out, do the best that I can and communicate with people. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solving skills to the max oh my gosh and then the tow truck came and what did they like open your window yeah he like opened my window and he's a very handsome guy <laughs> and he like hit on me um but I was like leaving a few days after that and I was like yeah bye. <laughs> bye, but but he was, bye but thank you kind sir but yeah that's what happened oh my god little story yeah like yeah. that's a situation that say you have two people okay maybe one of them has a mask two yeah of you can figure it out together yeah, yeah one of them like has you have phone. someone like, to like feel supported by yeah like okay let's solve this together like we're in it together yeah 
and then you have like the bonding experience of figuring it out together exactly but, like, here yeah. you are having to bond with yourself with yourself <laughs> yeah. another great thing is like obviously you meet new people it forces you to maybe get out of your comfort zone a little and talk to someone other than maybe the person that you normally would have been with um meeting new people is always great you get to learn different backgrounds and life experiences etc um I mentioned eating alone it's intimidating but you feel empowered as well um personally when I go to like a nicer restaurant and I eat alone they always think I'm a food critic and like (laughs) the head chef will like okay it's only happened a couple of times so I don't want to say like always but the couple of times I've gone to like a nicer restaurant and eat alone, the head chef has always come out to talk to me. And I think it's because they think I'm a food critic. I swear. Food, well, you kind of are. I kind of, but I'm not a real one. Like I just think in my head. I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is like, you just have the Yeah. So it's like, ooh. <laughs> well, they I I don't think if you're a food critic, people know because nobody knows what you look like if you're a food critic like you just write that's true so like but I'm not a real food critic like but they think I am I think because why would the head chef come out and talk to me and explain each dish this is not um something I've personally experienced but I've heard that if you do eat alone or get drinks alone it is very likely that someone else will pay for your food or drinks as well has that ever happened to you oh okay that's never happened to me but I've had stuff like on the house like I I remember one of the times I did it he was like oh like desserts on us like enjoy there you go but I yeah that was only one time I almost want to pay for me every time (laughs) (laughs) maybe you gotta be like giving people the eyes or something (laughs) oh my god I would probably not recommend doing if you're like out in public by yourself because you don't want someone to be creepy which kind mm-hmm. of like segues into the the topic of traveling alone as a woman and how that can be a scary experience as well, which is not something to negate from the fact of like, yes, it is empowering, but there is some fear involved just being a woman anywhere, but especially in a yeah. place you don't really know. Yeah. Um, one time I was in... I was in Niagara on the Lake with my aunt and we went to this like fancy winery for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like such a beautiful dinner and it was so good. And it was like a nice place. And I remember this, this lady walked in and she was wearing a very eccentric outfit, but it was very like cool looking. And she sat down by herself and uh-huh. she like ordered herself like a glass of wine and then after they served her a glass of wine she like pulled out a book and just started reading and then she like ordered herself like a three-course meal and everything like that and I remember like that was the first time that I was like wow like I people like eat dinner by themselves that's crazy but I did it in a way with I was like so fascinated I was like oh wow that'd be so cool if one day I, I could do that and I did but I've never yeah. gone to dinner I'm sure just seeing that, I would be like, wow, she's cool and mysterious. And just, yes, like, that's exactly what I thought. Like, she's I so what interesting. Story yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought she was so cool. Yeah. That was like my first memory of it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say that somebody paid for her, but I'm sure that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Darn. At least I don't think. <laughs> so when you do travel alone as well, um, you don't really feel in control. 
and you really do trust yourself so in a sense you are working on like self-progression I guess and self-growth and you do learn about yourself a lot about yourself as well like you learn do I truly like being alone um what activities do I actually enjoy and it sounds really cheesy but it's like dating yourself and it's learning what you like and what you don't like yeah that's a good point because thinking about like you have to you're in charge of your whole itinerary like are you gonna sit Uh there by yourself and be like "Mm, I think I'm just gonna stay in and like do nothing no like Uh if you're gonna go on a solo trip you're gonna want to do stuff like you're gonna want to go out and experience the city like that's kind Uh of the point of doing a solo trip yeah and then you're able to pick where you want to eat where you want to go what you want to drink you get to pick out the whole schedule by yourself and you don't have to plan around anybody else or what they want to do yeah and also based on those activities like let's say you go out and eat by yourself and then you realize oh I actually don't really like eating by myself like I just really don't like it I'd rather just have someone to chat with and someone's company then you know at least you learn that you prefer going out to eat with another person but let's say you go and do a hike by yourself. And you're like, wow, like I actually love doing that by myself. Like I'd rather not have anyone there with me. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Like you really learn what you like doing alone and what you would rather prefer doing with someone's company. Cause it is really nice to have someone as well. Yeah. Especially like the other thing that you made a comment was, do you like hanging out with yourself? And I think that can be a very, um, that can be a very insightful question when you just have to sit by yourself and like think about like mm-hmm. like you're in charge of your own thoughts and your own actions do you mm-hmm. like how you're interacting with the world <laughs> or yeah yeah and if the answer is no you gotta work <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> no honestly though because I think because like I say stuff like that but then at the end of the day I would never want to control how someone wants to live their life you know yeah like for me personally like I really like to do self-growth in that way but some people are like I would never want to do it and I'm like okay that's fine that's your decision I think that's true but I think it's like once you reach a certain point it it also depends on like your personality type like maybe your personality type like I know we're both more introverted, but yeah, maybe more extroverted people love being with other people. But if you're more extroverted, maybe you would even have more fun being alone on a trip because then you can go meet more people and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably not something that I would be super thrilled about doing, <laughs> going yeah. to a new place, but maybe that would be a really cool experience and that would still be a great way to like grow yourself is just putting yourself in that situation and then you're comfortable talking to other people anyway so you're Mm -hmm. able to have fun doing that Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's sum up this topic but um the last thing I'm going to say about like the benefits and everything and you know solo travel in general is the more you do something, like the more you do anything. So the more you do solo travel, the easier it gets. And that's something that I'll leave with, you know, everyone. 
So yeah. if you try it once and you hate it, just try it again. <laughs> Maybe it'll get better. Yeah, that applies to everything in life. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about where you might want to go and then where we specifically want to go. Where to go when you are doing your solo travel? What yes. do you think, Elise? Okay, so for me, I think especially now I'm I'm more reserved, especially starting out. Like like I said, I've never done this before, but I would mm-hmm. really like to solo travel to places I've already been with other people, just to be yeah. a little bit more grounded. I feel yeah, like. yeah, I agree with that. It's not like I'm super familiar with Toronto. Like I do know Toronto pretty well, but it doesn't mean I have like I don't have friends there and Mm -hmm. or anything like that but I would definitely Mm -hmm. go there by myself because I already have like grounding in the city and a vague knowledge of it same with New York City that's my other Mm -hmm. place that I want to travel alone first is there because yeah I don't know a ton of different places to go but I've been there before and it's kind of a safer option and then after I go to those two I don't really know where I would go after that but Mm-hmm. I think that's what I would do starting out personally. Uh, what mm-hmm. What do you think? Where do you think some good places to go would be? Um, well, first I wanted to say, like when you were mentioning how you're just more comfortable with that, I totally agree with you. So when you are choosing a place, you really have to be conscious of picking a place not necessarily that you're like so comfortable with, but something that like you would like, especially starting out something that you'd feel safe in. So like you said, like you would feel more comfortable and a little bit safer with Toronto, New York, like Toronto is not too far from Buffalo. So if anything were to go wrong, like you have that. And then in terms of New York city, like you are comfortable with it in the sense that like, if anything really did go terribly wrong, it's not too far from home, but also, I mean, there's mutual friends that you have in New York too. You know what I mean? Like if something yeah. would happen to you, I would like call up one of my friends and be like, oh my God, like, can you please like- Yeah, please save me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I think like you really should be conscious of picking a safe location and like being aware of like safety and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you touched on this a little bit, but I think both of us are, pretty like risk averse people so I wouldn't pick something that's so crazy and like scary you know what I mean yeah don't go to like a, a random country that's not yeah necessarily like a safe country to travel in in the first place yeah exactly. that's not like, <laughs> I really would never do that like I'd be way too scared and where to go I really for me personally I'm more comfortable in a city setting even though, you know, cities can be crime-ridden, anywhere can really be crime-ridden, but I think it's just very comforting to know that, like, there's so many resources at, the, at your fingertips, and you're surrounded by so many people that it's almost, like, safety, like, numbers kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like I'd be freaked the hell out if I was, like, in the middle of, like, Utah, like, alone in, like, a little house in the field. Like, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'd be freaked <laughs> out. Like I feel yeah. way safer in like New York City or Toronto. Yeah, I so I would say city for <laughs> definitely. me. Definitely, I don't think. I mean, I do like going in the woods and going and like seeing like not alone. I would no, never no. go alone. That's the thing. Like I can't even go in my backyard by myself at night. 
I get no. freaked out then. Well, exactly. Like, I wouldn't do that either. No, exactly. That's I've how done... you, that's how you run into Slenderman. <laughs> no. Yeah, basically. Like it's not even at that point, it's not even just people though. It's like animals and like the elements. And yeah. that's a whole nother level for me. And I know there's people that can do that and like they live like the van life and stuff. No, but, I can Oh never. my gosh, that is not for me. Like that's maybe not for me. No. It's, and like no. immediately, being, no. Yeah, being completely alone like that. See, for me, scary. that's unsafe. And I think like that obviously depends on like everyone's personal experience, but that is unsafe to me. Being out in the wilderness alone. No. Like, yeah, no. Unless you no. have significant training and you're, if you're in the position like we're saying, like, oh, go to a place where like, you're already comfortable maybe you are already comfortable mm-hmm. hanging out in the mountains and like that's why you want to go alone in the mountains but like personally no <laughs> personally no so. if you do I would bring you're- some pepper spray and weaponry <laughs> dude I don't even think that'll save you. there <laughs> are okay there are some unknown forces in the wilderness that may or not be like superstitious and spiritual (laughs) yeah no I agree (laughs) okay where do we want to (laughs) go okay you said you want to go to like Toronto New York City okay so for me yes I would want to do like a city I really want to go to Vancouver Mm -hmm. that'd be sick I wanted to go to Portland but people said it was like weird and not cool so whatever I might still want to go there um and like in terms of like mountain towns or mountain cities like I'm comfortable with that like Asheville yeah. North Carolina I've been there before and I loved it I actually like wanted to move there for a little bit of time um and then like anywhere in Colorado I feel like Denver like Boulder like that would be really cool mm-hmm. so like any like mountain town or oh my god is there can you hear that it's really loud on my side a little bit okay it's really annoying because whatever anyways Vancouver Portland and then I think it'd be really nice if like you really wanted to just do nothing and like unplug like a really sleepy beach town but not a beach town that's like in the middle of nowhere like like there's tourists there but it's like sleepy you know yeah that would be that would be really nice and relaxing yeah you could be like you and go to Hawaii yeah exactly I mean that's not sleepy but yeah anywhere like um like relaxing I guess in a way like beaches and stuff like that Florida because even if yeah I mean you go to Florida it's your favorite place my favorite place yeah our next and last topic is traveling as a single female and like any tips um that we have so my number one tip is to always let someone know where you are whether that be find my friends send someone a text call someone before you go to a specific place like someone on this earth should always know where you are yeah even even if you're like oh I'm going to yeah even if like you're like oh I'm going to the grocery store across the street from my hotel like you should still probably tell someone um also I really like this feature but uber has a feature where you can pick two phone numbers to share your location when you're on a ride Mm -hmm. and so those should be your like emergency contacts 
Oh, that's awesome that Uber included yeah. that. I didn't know that. Have you seen saying. that? No. Yeah, that's it's cool. really nice. So, like, if yeah. you're over in Uber and you feel unsafe, like, you can click a button in the app, and it automatically sends, like, an alert to those two phone numbers, and it tells your location, and it, yeah. Good yeah, job, I, Uber. Good job, Uber. I definitely would agree with sharing your location and sharing your itinerary. I think that's really important, and I think the most important part is you are going to be alone so you have nobody else to pay attention to just pay attention to your surroundings and know what's going on around you don't sit on your phone all day well you know what I mean don't sit on your phone when you're out in public or like walking don't walk on your phone or like stand in the subway on your phone and just be like cognizant of what's going on around you because your intuition will tell you if something weird's happening or if someone's following you as long as you're not distracted and you shouldn't be distracted if you're alone in a big city (laughs) so I think that's the number one tip is to be aware of your surroundings and not look down yeah well not just look down just don't get distracted especially by your phone because I think that's a very common thing and like you don't want to oh my god what I'm scared for you because you're really bad at Google Maps. Oh my god. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm scared now. I'll just be (laughs) see, but then in this case. Oh, see, this forces you. This forces me. I need to learn how to use Google Maps, but I'm good at using Google Maps when I'm driving. Just I'm really bad when I'm walking. Oh my god, I have Mm. no idea why. It's fine it's fine yeah and you definitely don't want to look like too much of a tourist like looking down at your phone looking at yeah like you don't want to that's true like make it super obvious to everyone that you're walking by yourself and you're walking alone you want to be like oh confident even if you're going the wrong way (laughs) another tip is that if you ever feel uneasy or you just need a little boost of confidence or if you're like in an unsafe situation where you feel like you're in kind of danger like get on the phone with someone be like hey can I call you and like call someone yeah because people are always intimidated especially if someone's like trying to like, come for you or something like it's intimidating when like someone is on the phone with you and they know that there's somewhat like a person that could witness or hear something yeah and then you can act you. like you're waiting for someone as well I'm sure most yeah. girls know, know yeah, yeah, that yeah. like tip you can be like oh my boyfriend's on the way or like right. oh I'm meeting up with my friend I'm on my way to yes. see my friend something along those lines or like somebody's waiting for me but yep those are definitely things that you want to have like in your mind as you're doing this stuff so you can think like okay something weird's happening this is what I'm gonna do and don't like panic you don't need to panic because yes we need to like stay aware of our surroundings but we can't let we can't let men ruin everything yes world is a scary (laughs) place I'm sorry to our 30% male population <laughs> listening, but the world is a scary place and most of it is because of menace. <laughs> and what did you have a final tip? Yeah. So the last thing that I'll leave with everyone, we can wrap this up is um, when you're doing solo travel, it's really important to be open-minded and just to be brave and confident in yourself. Um, you know, the world is a vast great place and I think it's amazing and like I said before I think it's 
like an enriching experience and it does make you more cultured. So just be open-minded and don't be like so scared of everything and then just be brave and you know confidence really is key. Confidence is key and it is a confidence building exercise. I think that's yes, the, it is the takeaway. takeaway. Yeah, that's the takeaway. Yeah. Confidence is key and nothing. I don't think there's much else that can help you be more confident than that. Like yeah, that puts you right in it and you force yourself in that situation. Yep. 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 Okay, cool. Favorites. Okay. Ooh, oh my gosh. I didn't write mine down. I gotta think, but okay. Okay. So now we're gonna move are into you... our favorite part of the episode. Emily, what are your weekly favorites? Give us your top three. My three favorites are. I discovered this new ice cream shop on the North shore. My Ooh. roommate and I stumbled upon it when we were like doing like a North shore adventure day. And it's the ice cream shop is called sweet as, and it's more than just a really good ice cream shop. It's New Zealand style ice cream. So I literally had no idea what this was, but I read about it and I did my research because it was literally it was like life-changing like it was so good and every time on the north shore I will literally stop there and whatever so basically um when I was doing the reading and I was talking to the people working there as well New Zealand style ice cream is a mix of fresh ice cream that could be anything like vanilla coconut ice cream vegan coconut frozen yogurt it could be like anything like that and then it's literally like one scoop of fruit and so it's like fruit ice cream but what makes it really unique is the actual machine that it gets turned in and mixed up in so this machine I guess is very specific to New Zealand New Zealand and it's very expensive so if you were to serve New Zealand style ice cream you would have to import that machine from New Zealand and so I was doing research and there's only a few places in the U.S. that have it so one of them being like Hawaii and then another one is Boston. And I believe the other one is in Colorado, like Denver, I believe, because I remember I was like texting my one friend who's from Long Island and I was telling her, oh my God, you have to try this New Zealand style ice cream, blah, blah, blah. And there's no stores in New York city. Isn't that crazy? What? There's no New Zealand style ice cream in New York city. Yeah. The closest one to you would probably be like Boston. I've never even and heard of that. That's so me either. But it's literally life changing. And like my roommate's a really big foodie too, and she agreed with me. She's like, "That is life changing." It was delicious. Ooh, that's so good. So good right now, even though it's four degrees outside. I would. I know you love ice cream that. too. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> so good. Like I, I've been three times so far, and I'll get vanilla because I'm not scared of dairy, <laughs> and then. <laughs> um I've tried the mango I've tried mixed berry and then I tried blackberry oh yeah try that when I visit you oh my god I'm so uh dude we're gonna spend like a lot of money I'm gonna throw up I know on food (laughs) yeah I Um, love food me too food loves you (laughs) yes it does especially ice cream Okay, next favorite is, of course, music. Um, there's a new playlist, a new Spotify playlist that I've been obsessed with, and it's been on repeat lately. 
It's called Barefoot in the Park. And the description is soft indie to give you that special feeling. Um, it's a lot of like very chill, like happy-go-lucky indie music. And it's just a good, easy playlist to shuff- put on shuffle when mm-hmm. you're like doing stuff to have in the background. And I've also discovered a couple new songs from it too. So check that out if you're into like indie music, indie pop, if you're in a good mood kind of vibe. Um, That's that. Um, And then my third one is food again. So I've tried it before, but I forgot about it. But my roommate was recently just in LA and she brought me back a bunch of goodies. And so there's this one Japanese chocolate brand called Royce and so what she brought me back was like their specialty which is like basically an elevated matcha Kit Kat and literally so freaking good like I wanted more yeah and that's all I have to say I'm done Mm. okay well well yours are all food mine are all no (laughs) well two of yours are food Mine are all material items because I have a shopping problem. <laughs> the things that I bought are pretty much all influenced by TikTok, first off, which is kind of embarrassing. So the first thing went viral on TikTok would be the Dior lip oil, which I thought would be overhyped. It's one of those things that you're like, mm, how nice can a lip gloss be? But you put it on, it is just really nice color feels really nice on it's not sticky it just the color wears off super well too and I would say generally it's like moisturizing so if you have the ability to buy it you need to buy it because it's always sold out and I want to get another one in (laughs) in a different color but I haven't been able to because it's always sold out like I said but that's my first favorite Second favorite is going to have to be also a Charlotte Tilbury item. <laughs> Sorry if this is boring and if you don't care about makeup, but I bought the contour and highlight from them, from Charlotte Tilbury. I forget, I think it's called the light wand, but specifically the blush in the color peach gasm is honestly life-changing. It's like a highlighter and a blush in one. It's just, I even put it on when I'm not wearing, like, foundation, and it just looks so good, and I'm obsessed with it. Emily, you need to get it. I know, but I can't. It's sold out everywhere. There's a reason it's sold out, though. Like, it's that, it's so good. So the second you can buy it, you need to buy it. Okay, well, I won't be on the lookout, really, but if I do happen to see it's in stock, I will purchase it. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Okay. My third item is gotta be season two of Euphoria, which, <laughs> which <gasps> is not a show for everybody because of how dark and twisted it can be, but it really has been the highlight of my Sunday nights at the moment. And Aww. just the acting and the cinematography in that show, if you haven't watched it, you probably aren't watching it because you don't want to be traumatized. And for that, I would completely understand. But that's definitely my third favorite of the week. Yeah, disclaimer, like Elise said, it's 
I really don't think everyone should watch it in my opinion. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Um, yeah, so it is a good show. It's really, it is really well done, but at the same time, it is really not for everyone. So don't, I wouldn't want to say like, oh, everyone should watch it. It's so amazing. Like it is amazing, but it's not everyone should watch it. Yeah, definitely a lot of triggering stuff that's included in the show. And that's why I said like, yeah. if you haven't watched it, there's probably a reason, and I definitely think that what if you have a reason to not watch it that you're scared of, it's probably valid because that show can get pretty dark. But it's a beautifully uh-huh. done show for the content that is involved. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. Well, I think we're done for today. Everyone, we also have launched an Apple podcast. So yes. If you use Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and check us out there. It's completely set up. I know that took forever, but yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. It's also available on Apple. Yeah, and that's it. Thank you, everyone. Three people. Bye. Bye.